Good morning. We are back on the Blue Jackets season reviews, and today we are going to be talking all about Carson Meyer, how his season was, what his future with the Blue Jackets could be, and uh, how we think the Monsters are going to do this season. That's all coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you all of the news, the stories, the trials, the tribulations of your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So uh, if you haven't, joined the youtube yet then uh, you should probably get on that today like i said at the top of the show we're going to be continuing our season reviews and uh we're kind of getting close to the end of the forwards i think we've only got about four to go so uh today we are going to be talking about carson meyer who uh kind of a surprise addition to the team i think uh Played very well in Cleveland, um, but let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Carson Meyer because I think his story is really fun and really cool. Um, so Carson Meyer, born in Powell, Ohio, uh, played two years at the University of Miami, two years at Ohio State University, was a sixth round pick in 2017 by the Columbus Blue Jackets, which uh, again, I love when late draft picks make it to the, uh, the NHL. And uh, just looking, I think he's one of uh, one, two, three, four. He's one of five guys to uh, make make it to the NHL at this point, which is uh, genuinely really, really impressive. Um, handful of guys made it in the, the seventh round. But uh, yeah, like I said, I love when late round guys make it to the NHL. I think it's fun. I think it's cool. I don't know that Carson Meyer is ever going to be an NHL regular, but uh, he did well enough to uh, finish the season with the Blue Jackets. Um, he This is only his second year pro. Uh, last year, he had a really, really strong rookie season with the Cleveland Monsters. Uh, he had 20 points in 26 games, 9 goals, 11 assists. Uh, and this year, he uh, was one of the Monsters' best players, despite... Not playing all of the games, uh, he only played 57 games for them, but he had 27 points in those 15 games. He had 16 goals, which I believe led the team. Yep, tied, well, tied for the team lead with Brendan Gaunt and Justin Scott, um, which is, again, for someone who only played, who missed like 20 of the games, is really, really impressive. Uh, seventh on the team. In scoring as well. I mean, the, we've talked about it. The Monsters really, really struggled last season. Uh, the leading scorer had 45 points in 62 games, you know? So uh, not super offensively gifted last season. The Monsters, they just, they really struggled. Uh, so yeah, that's why Carson Meyer, despite being missing for 20 games, was uh, was seventh on the team in scoring. So, uh, you know, it's... Congratulations to him, and I think that's why he earned 
the call-up to the Blue Jackets, um, played 13 games for the Blue Jackets this season, scored his first NHL goal, had two assists on top of that. So three points in 13 games, which on the surface I think probably is not super impressive. But for a sixth-round pick who was playing very few minutes, I uh, I think it's it's pretty pretty impressive, honestly. Um, like I said, it's, how rare is it that you get to score your first NHL goal on the team that you grew, like your hometown team, after being, like, I think it was 179th overall. You know, it's uh, it's just it's a pretty cool story. And so, you know, that reason alone, I was rooting for, for Carson Meyer before, uh, you know, before any of this, um, especially off the back of the rookie season he had with the Monsters. Um, it's just, it's... Uh, it's a cool story. Um, Martin Meyer is uh, currently in, has a new contract. Uh, he is going to be making seven and a half uh, point. He's going to be making three quarters of a million dollars, uh, 750k uh, this season. I believe it's a two way deal, so he'll be making uh, yeah. So he'll be making uh, about $600,000 less if he's in the minors, but uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, his work this season with Cleveland, and uh, we'll also talk a little bit about uh, whether he could be a Blue Jacket next season or whether he needs a little bit more time in the minors. That's all coming up next on Locked Up Blue Jackets. But first, I've got to tell you all about Built Bar because... Uh, we love Built Bar here, and they've got a new bar that I am super, super excited about. Uh, you know, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar is top tier, one of the best. But guess what? They have given it the puffs treatment, and uh, now it's that Coconut Brownie Chunk flavor that you love in a delicious, chewy, soft marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. Still has those chunks of brownie. It's incredible, honestly. Uh, and... It's both healthy and delicious. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high deliciousness. Only here for a limited time. So you've got to go to built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste incredible. And you can enjoy them guilt-free. They are the perfect treat. If you've got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth. If you want a quick, healthy snack, they're great after the gym. They're great if you are going to go hiking or if you're going to go for a run or if you just... Uh, don't want to make breakfast, but you have to eat something before you go to work. That's usually when I have my Built Bars. So uh, go to Built.com right now. Get your Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Puffs. And here's the best bit. If you use promo code LOCKED15, you can get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So Carson Meyer, uh, like I said, he played pretty limited minutes uh, for the Blue Jackets. Um... He, again, managed to score his first goal. Uh, three points in 13 games is, what's that, a point every four games, which, I mean, is not the worst. Um, that's, <laughs> no, that sounds really harsh. It's actually, you know, it's it's pretty good considering. Um, he, like I said, he did not play a lot. His uh, high was 11 minutes, 35 seconds. Um, his lowest was just over three minutes he kind of averaged that in about eight minutes a game so yeah a point every four games seems uh 
seems about right. Honestly, um, he uh, had... Um, doo -doo -doo, where is it? His first goal, he scored in his second game. He had a point in that, uh, an assist in that game as well. So two points, and then he didn't score again that season. He had an assist versus LA, and then uh, finished... Uh, he went seven, seven straight games uh, without a point. But honestly, and like this is the thing, I'm not looking at guys like Carson Meyer to score. So if you uh, uh, prorate that up to a full 82 game season, that's what just done. That's what eight eight goals, maybe seven or eight goals in the season um, for a fourth liner. That's I'm happy with that. Uh, I think a lot of people look at, you know, oh, he only had three points in 30 games and are like, this is bad, this is terrible, um, what a bust. And, you know, we've we've had this conversation before multiple times about the concept of being a bust and the concept of being a, a low draft pick, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, it's all nonsense, quite frankly. Um but uh, I want to talk a little bit about his uh, his future with the team um, because the team is kind of at a log jam. Um, Carson Meyer can play center, I believe, uh, if needed. He's mostly spent his time on the wing, um, but they they have talked a little bit about. Maybe playing him at center, I don't, you know, it's fine. It, it is what it is. Um, in terms of forwards, we have, well, currently we've got 14 under contract, and that's without Emil Bemstrom and Patrick Line being signed. That's also without uh, Boone Jenner and Alexander Texier, who are both uh, still on IR. So, assuming Brennan Gaunt's doesn't uh, doesn't start the season. I can't imagine Carson Meyer would either. Is the thing. Um, I think the uh, as much as it pains me to admit it, I think the 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 right thing to do is send Carson Meyer down to the minors. Um, keep an eye on him. Keep him um, keep him playing games. Like that's the other thing as well. Is and I think we've talked about this before. Is I would rather have the young guys playing meaningful top-line minutes in Cleveland than playing eight minutes a night in Columbus, and that's kind of directed at specifically guys like Ken Johnson, who I think uh, really suffered at the end of the season because he was playing with fourth-liners or third-liners. He wasn't getting those chances, and as much as I would like to see him succeed in the NHL, if the choice is 20 minutes a night dominating on an AHL roster or playing eight minutes a night and not really doing much on an NHL roster, like that's that feels like an easy an easy choice to make. And I know that partially, you know, that's down to Kent or um Carson elevating their play and saying, Hey, look, I can do this. Uh, you know, give me give me the ice time. Uh, and then proving it, but at the end of the day, I just there's too many. This the what's that? There's 17 forwards competing for a spot right now, and honestly, I think Carson Meyer might be the 17th, 16th, or 17th. 
you know, like, especially with Gaudreau coming in, with Texier presumably coming back uh, for some godforsaken reason. They traded for Mathieu Olivier, uh, who I can't imagine will be seeing much ice this season, or at least I hope not. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, honestly, all things considered, I'm pretty, pretty happy with... uh, with Maya's season, um, I think it's uh, it's a good a good start. Um, I think it's it can it can only go up from here as well. Like he's still pretty young; he's twenty four, I think. So uh, it's not like you know. I don't think this is a Gavin Beirut situation where you know he's twenty eight, he's peaked. He's probably not going to uh, do much more. In terms of development, I think Carson Meyer is still developing. I think he still has a lot to uh, a lot to do with his game, and uh, I'm super excited to see that, whether it's in Cleveland or in uh, in Columbus. But I think it will probably be uh, probably be in Cleveland, uh, which is what we're going to talk about next. Uh, in a minute, we are going to uh, look take a quick look at Cleveland, see how uh, how they're shaping up for the upcoming season and uh, maybe take a quick look at some potential forward combinations uh, because I think, uh... and that's what's coming up next. We're going to talk a little bit about the Cleveland Monsters, how their roster is shaping up for the upcoming season. Uh, That's coming up next on Locked on Blue Jackets. First, I have got to tell you about the, uh, the NFL Top 50. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting uh, July 18th, Lockdown is giving you the 50 most valuable plays in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Uh, once again, available from July 18th. So uh, I believe that was Monday on Lockdown NFL, wherever you get your podcasts, and also over on YouTube. Basically, wherever you get Locked On Blue Jackets, you can find Locked On NFL. So uh, go check that out. Let's talk Cleveland Monsters because uh, I was really looking forward to the Monsters this season and they kind of, they fell at the first hurdle and didn't really manage to pick themselves back up, which I think is a, uh, I think is a shame, but over the, over the course of the kind of the last month or so of the season, they picked up some really intriguing guys um, and I'm excited to see how, uh, how the team shapes up because uh, I think they're going to get a lot of uh, their better guys back from Columbus. Basically, uh, Brandon Gaunt was their best forward. I think this season uh, they're going to get him back. They'll probably get Carson Meyer back. Uh, they might get Emil Bemstrom back, depending on how that goes. Um, they could even get guys like Justin Danforth back. You know, uh, and I think that's only going to make the team better. Uh, Jake Christensen, I assume, will be on the Monsters as opposed to the Blue Jacket, who's their leading scorer. So, you know, it's uh, the Monsters, I think, really struggled because the Blue Jackets struggled. And so the Blue Jackets kept taking all of their players and they were like, well, I guess we'll sign a bunch of college free agents or ECHL players and hope for the best. So uh, that being said, there are a handful of guys that finished the season, and we've talked about them before, either by myself or um, with Dieter Weinheimer, formerly the uh, Monsters reporter over at Field Pass Hockey. She's now moved on to a more of an overarching 
AHL wide role, but uh, we'll uh, we'll have her back on the show soon, I am sure. Uh, and a bunch of so Owen Sillinger is kind of first up, uh, older brother of Cole Sillinger, just played at Bejmidi University, uh, had a really strong dev camp, I thought, and uh, a really strong finish to the season. You've got guys like Roman Ashan who turned up. Um, just a bunch of guys that I was really, really impressed with. Robbie Payne, probably the most impressive. Um, I think he came from the ECHL and just immediately started tearing it up. Uh, earned a contract on the back of that. I think Trafix Walensky is going to hit another level, um, try to find his way back to the NHL. Um, I think the goaltending hopefully will be a little more stable. Um, I'm really excited to see Jack Reeves get a full season. Um, and then, you know, whether it's him and Neil Tarasov, whether Tarasov stays in the in the NHL and Corpsalo goes, whichever happens, uh, I'm hoping that the goalie situation is going to be a lot more stable for Cleveland this season. Um, and there'll be a lot less, well, we need to borrow this goalie and then we'll break them. And then we need to borrow this goalie for like three weeks because um, Corpsalo needs surgery. So uh, Tarasov... Or Greaves, I think both of them will do an admirable job in the AHL and hopefully stabilize that. But yeah, I have uh, I have big plans. Well, big hopes, I think is probably the better word to say, for the uh, Cleveland Monsters this season. And I think if Carson Meyer is a Blue Jacket, then that's fine. I'm okay with that. I, don't, I didn't hate him. On the fourth line, I think um, I'd rather have a guy like Carson Meyer who wants to improve, wants to play the game than a guy like uh, Olivier, who is just kind of there to fight and grind, you know? Um, the people listening on the audio form will not get the uh, the air quotes there, but I uh, I dislike grinders as a as a concept. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll probably get into that at some point. That feels like a, a whole episode in the future. But uh, if Casemiro is on the Monsters, I think he makes that team better immediately. And hopefully the Monsters can kind of not stumble out of the gate this season. And uh, hopefully they'll uh, be a little bit more like the team we expected last season. Um, and I think Casemiro is going to be a big, big part of that. Um, in terms of his season grade, I am going to give him a... B minus, I think. I was debating B or C, but I think I'm going to give him a B just because he really impressed me at the NHL level. Um, and I, again, I thought he was very strong at, with the Monsters, but coming up into the NHL and playing 13 games, um, yeah, okay, they were basically meaningless games, but he kind of, I think, put his name on Brad Larson's radar as, hey, this is a potential option if we need to call someone up. And so I'm giving him a B for that and for being a uh, scoring his first NHL goal. I feel like that deserves credit. So uh, congrats to Carson Meyer. Uh, enjoy your B. Hopefully uh, you can come back next season and uh, I will be forced to reward you with a B plus or even an A next season. But uh, that's kind of all I've got for you on... Carson Meyer today. Uh, tomorrow, we will be doing uh, Igor Chinikov's season review. Super excited to talk about this one. You all know I love Igor Chinikov. So uh, that's that's what's coming up tomorrow. We'll be talking about his season, uh, what his future is with the Blue Jackets, and uh, what I think he needs to do to 
take the next step in his development. Uh, so that is that is tomorrow's episode. I have been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. Uh, you can email me if you have comments, questions, criticisms, uh, anything like that, over at lockedonbluejackets.gmail.com. Um, Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day, every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms over on YouTube as well. The YouTube is really kind of gaining some traction, so I'm super excited about that. And uh, it's going to be a fun season, so you might as well jump on now and uh, join the Jockey Honey... The Johnny Hockey... I'm going to leave that in, I don't care. The uh, Johnny Hockey Hype Train to... uh, all the way to Playoffville is is <laughs> is what I'm going with. But uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>